0: Welcome to a place where our world meets the next, where the living mingle with the dead. Your experiences, your stories. Why not stay a while and join us on a fantastic journey to the other side? Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Fantastic Podcast, where we, that's me, Peter Wright, and you, the listener, discuss your and my own experiences. As this is the first episode, we'll be going through some experiences that have been sent to me by a select few people on Reddit. If you would like to send me your own experiences, please feel free to drop me an email containing your experience at at fantasticpodcast@outlook.com. That's fantasticpodcast@outlook.com. Fantastic with a PH, not an F. Okay, so now that that obvious bit of scripting is um, done, so I had to script the first bit because I didn't entirely know how to start it, uh, we can get into the main meat of the podcast. So yeah, me, uh, as I've already said, my name's Peter, and um, I've been very interested in the paranormal, as in spirits, phantoms, ghosts, all of the above for years and years and years, I have a whole host of experiences of my own, and I thought it would be quite a good idea to start up a podcast where we can discuss different experiences and what might be causing them, and you know where they come from, how they started, and if there's anything we think we can do to stop it. Or maybe you don't want to stop it, maybe you want to live with it, which is also perfectly fine. I mean, I've lived with a few spirits myself. I personally find them not to be too harmful, as long as you sort of let them get on doing what they want to do, they'll generally leave you alone. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, so without further ado, let's get on to some stories that have been sent. Okay. Right, our first story has been sent in by TommyBoy75. And, well, yeah, he's just sort of telling us a little bit about what happened. So as I can gather, well, I'll just start the story. It's probably self-explanatory. So, this happened to me in my friend's house in 1992. There were four of us close friends in high school. One of our friends invited us to spend the night in his house. He was scared to be alone since his entire family would be going out of town that night and he could not join them because he had class in school. He was scared to be alone because he said there were things happening in his house that he finds strange. He then told us the story of how their neighbour, a teenage girl, got apparently demon-possessed and a priest performed an exorcism on the girl and she was freed from the demons. Afterwards the family decided to demolish the house because of the bad memories, but my friend thinks this evil spirit transferred to his house. So all four of us went to his house for a sleepover. We started the day watching Top Gun. As night came around 7pm we stayed in his room, just talking and listening to music on his radio. We chose our favourite station and the DJ would always announce the station's name. The DJ comes back on air and this time says a different station name. We all looked at each other and thought, what just happened? We changed it back to our favourite station and the same thing happened about 15 minutes afterwards. We now started to worry and felt a little bit creeped out. Later that night we felt hungry and decided we would all get food together because we were a little bit scared. So we went to the kitchen and I went to the bathroom to wash my face. I wasn't worried since it was just about 6 feet from where my friends were. As soon as I'd finished washing my face and stepped out, the bathroom door slammed shut behind me. It was like someone who was angry kicked the door. It was that loud I ran into my fr- ran to my friends and saw them huddled together, scared out of their wits. It was funny but scary at the same time. The rest of the evening was just us four laying down in bed, trying to get some sleep, but instead enduring the rest of the night listening to footsteps outside our window, we never spent another night in my friend's house ever again. Well, that was um certainly something wasn't it? Uh, we had lots of things going on there. Uh, So let's get down to the nitty gritty and try to sort out what may have happened here. So obviously as I've mentioned, uh, this happened to Tommy Boy, which I assume is probably not his real name, in one of his close friend's houses. Now the first thing I need to mention is that uh, your friend whose house you were staying in told you a story about the girl next door who was apparently possessed by a demon. Um, I myself don't really believe in demons however i do think that people can be possessed by spirits and some spirits like some people are just not very nice so will go out of their way to you know make other people feel uncomfortable but it sounds to me that that probably wasn't what you encountered in your friend's house only because of the sort of few things that you mentioned this spirit did so you mentioned that it changed the radio station from your usual radio station to another one uh, quite often, spirits and ghosts will use radio equipment, or telephones, or even sometimes TVs to let you know they let you know that they're there by changing channel, altering the volume, turning it on and off, all sorts of things. So that could have just been a spirit letting you know he was there. And obviously, as for the door, um, again, that could have just been a spirit letting you know they were there. You know, they like to be noticed. If they sent somebody in an area who is maybe susceptible to things and as you were all you said yourself you were teenagers at the time so you know they say that children and young adults are more susceptible to these things than adults also dogs and cats but as you're neither one of those um i'm going to assume it was because you were quite young um so yeah i think you probably just had a spirit who wanted to let you know he was there i don't think he really had any oh what's the word i'm looking for any malicious intent as he didn't actually harm or, you know, try to cause harm to anybody. He was just making noise. It's basically, you know, just him going, hello, I'm here. Um, just somebody notice me, please, as I'm bored and I need some company. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it would be scary for you if you've never experienced that sort of thing before, but I think what you encountered there was just a ghost who wanted you to let you know that he was there, but not much else. But it was a very good story you sent in. Thank you very much. Okay, and moving straight on to the next. Our next story comes in from an Invader Zero, is his name. Um, And he asks, was it because I was half asleep or did I actually experience something? So, he writes, I wanted to share this experience for a while, but never really found a place to do it. My girlfriend was out drinking with her friends, and I was going to stay at her f- and what well, eh, and was going to stay at her friends that night. I ended up falling asleep on the sofa watching TV. At about 3 a.m., I got gently woken up by who I assumed was my girlfriend. She was dressed in this white dress, but I couldn't really make out any of her features. She was blurry, like she was out of focus, but I could clearly see the rest of the room. I'm not even sure how she woke me up. I felt a presence, I guess. To be fair, I'm barely awake at this point, so there's a chance all of this was some kind of waking dream. She kissed me on the lips, and vi- and I vividly remember that feeling. It lingered on me for a while. Then she said, come to bed. She was gone after that, completely disappeared. I got up off of the sofa, still half asleep, got into bed, and immediately bolted awake as I remembered my girlfriend wasn't coming home that night. I even sent her a message just in case, maybe she did decide to come back, but no, she was still out. It really freaked me out, and it's an experience that always stuck with me. I'm fairly convinced it was due to me being half-asleep, but it's just the feeling I had that night, it felt very real. Okay, so, you know, there's a few little bits and pieces to unpack there. It could have been because you were half asleep, or maybe not. You can never tell with these kind of things. I mean, there have been stories in the past of ghosts coming back to, you know, get their jollies off. Like, um... I believe there's a place in, ooh, I think it's actually in America somewhere, where there's a very famous haunted apartment, and there's a bedroom that if you sleep in, uh, supposedly, uh, an old female worker, or possibly wife, I'm terribly sorry, I haven't researched this at all, I just heard about it a while ago, of somebody, um, basically appears in that bedroom and sleeps with the customers. So that would be a f- fun evening away, wouldn't it? It'd be something to tell your friends the next morning, you know. Went to a lovely little pub the day, and um, yeah. Long story short, I'm a necrophiliac. Didn't realise until afterwards, but there you go. How can you change these things? But uh, no, so I think it could easily have been somebody who maybe lived in a house that house in the past, or is connected to the world by you know love and things like that. Um, but again, it could also easily have just been a half-awake, half asleep half dream. I guess we'll never know. But, um, yeah, please do um, feel free to send me an update on whether or not it happens again. I'd be more than interested to hear, you know, any updates from that. So, yeah, on to the next. Okay, so this one has been sent in by It's Mo Smith. And, um, yeah, he's asking, have you have, did you ever experience this when you were a child? So... Let's see, I'm only making or I'm only sending this to see if other people actually experienced this, or else maybe I was just hallucinating. I've kept this to myself for eighteen years and never told anyone believing that it was just my mind making things up, or maybe some false memories. I doubt it, so I'm curious to see what you guys think. This is one of the first things I can remember in my life. two what I consider paranormal things happened to me when I was about three or four years old. Nothing extreme here, just odd things. I have to say that the two things I'm going to mention only happened when I was alone. First, I started experiencing black figures. best way I can describe it is literally a matte black figure with no reflections, no facial details, no clothes, just a cut out of a human form. They would appear for a tenth of a second only when I suddenly looked at a certain place. I'd never seen a full body, only a head peeking or a hand waving. I know when it's happening because I get that feeling that someone is watching me, and once I look I see it for a split second and then it disappears. For the hands part, it would happen much closer around my head, so when i get that feeling, again, of being watched, I would turn my head and would see a black hand with its fingers spread. they go around my head as if someone was sitting just behind me. The second thing, I started hearing this unusual sound. Best way I can describe it is as if someone recorded themselves screaming loud, and then they just cut one tenth of a second of that recording and played it. No beginning, no end, just pure, cu- purely cut out a sample of a scream. They would only happen when I was alone and when it was completely quiet. I remember it being so loud to the point that it echoed. The two things never happened together at the same time, although they did happen at the same period. When they first started happening I would cry until somebody came. I told my parents about it when I was three or four and they just dismissed me and told me to grow up. Siblings would laugh about it so I started to believe that it wasn't real. It didn't stop but I stopped being scared. After that I started making it funny by saying gotcha whenever I saw a figure or repeat the cutout scream whenever it happens, until eventually it just faded away. To this day, 18 years later, I haven't experienced it, not once, and I actually tried to find it again, because with my fed up sense of humour it would be pretty funny, but no, nothing is happening, which makes me believe maybe it wasn't real. But I do know that it definitely happened. Now looking back at it, I'd like to believe that it was my future self travelling back to my younger self trying to tell me something that I definitely didn't get, or maybe I glitched between time and space. Okay, so there's a fair bit to unload in that one. So the black figures, um, they're commonly known as shadow figures amongst uh, people who are investigating and interested in this kind of thing. They're generally not considered to be malicious or evil in any way, they're just ghosts that appear in that form i tend to think of shadow figures as ghosts who either struggle or can no longer form a corporeal form and as for the you know seeing them for the split second when you turn your head um a lot of people report seeing shadow figures in their peripheral vision um not a lot of people know this but your peripheral vision is what it basically dates back to when we were Cavemen, and even before when we would use it to assess threats or anything, so that side of your vision is more finely attuned to spotting things moving quickly or randomly appearing or disappearing very fast. So, you know, almost to see predators coming at a distance or, you know, trying to sneak up from the side or sometimes even behind you. I mean, my peripheral vision is amazing when it comes to spiders. I mean, there could be a spider behind me, directly behind me on the wall, and somehow I'll be able to see it out of the corner of my eye. But, um, Yeah, so, shadow figures, nothing really to be worried about, unless you're getting sleep paralysis as well at the same time, but a lot of people sort of poo-poo the idea of sleep paralysis having anything to do with the paranormal, but maybe they haven't experienced it theirself. Um, Also, the unnatural sounds of a very quick burst of sound. Um, Two things that could be, so one, yes, of course it could be a spirit, but there's another thing called an auditory hallucination. And this happens during times like when you're just about to go to sleep or, you know, you could be daydreaming and um, your brain, for some strange reason, I don't know why it does it, they just like to keep you awake, will suddenly just make a loud sound that only you can hear and it will sound like it's coming from outside of you know, yourself, even though it's not. It will sound like it's coming from behind you or next to you or something like that. I'm not sure why your brain does it. It's got to be the release of chemicals or something like that. But on the other hand, um, there have been reports of snippets of sound, so I'm sure you and some of the other listeners have probably heard of something called EVP, which is electronic voice phenomenon and if you do catch something on that it is usually just a snippet of a word you know it's very difficult to have a full-blown conversation with somebody who doesn't exist on this plane of existence um but yeah again i wouldn't see it as anything to worry about as they never tried to harm you or anything like that it just seems like again they were trying to let you know they were there or maybe even looking out for you or as you say keeping you entertained and as you were a child at the time you were much more susceptible to that kind of thing which is why it faded over time they probably are still there um, in the house that you were living in at the time or maybe in your house if you are still living there but um, no I would uh, I would say embrace it and if your family and friends think it's daft then that's up to them but personally yes I do think you had a paranormal experience there so you can hold your head up high and know that you've been contacted from something from the other side Okay, so we've heard a few experiences that have come into me, so I think it's about time that I shared an experience of my own. I will in fact share with you my first experience, um, which is actually quite nice. You know, at the time, I didn't find it scary because it just wasn't, it was lovely. Um, but I didn't find out until afterwards what was actually happening. So again, it was when I was very young, um, because, you know, my mother and father split up when I was about five. And we used to go, me and my elder brother, we used to go and stay with my father when... We were children yeah uh, alternative weekend Al- alternative alternative weekends and um, no, uh, I used to go in there and he had a cat lovely cat big ginger cat it was uh, and that cat used to sleep you know sometimes on the bottom of my bed, but most of the time it would sleep downstairs anyway, I would wake up in the middle of the night feeling you know this cat jump on my bed and I say the middle of the night, I was a child, so it could have been 8pm for all I knew, but it felt like the middle of the night. And when I'd look down at the bottom of my bed, there would be two cats there. Um, One would be black and white, and the other one would be sort of a gingerish colour, but not the same gingerish colour, if that makes sense. Um, And they they would just be laying on the bottom of my bed, you know, licking themselves, or sleeping, or sometimes they'd look up at me and purr. And I just thought, oh, there's a couple of cats that got it. So I never really thought anything of it. You know, oh, dad's cats let a couple of its mates in through the cat flap. Um, but no, it was only this happened for quite a while, but it was only about a year after this started that I was just nonchalantly chatting with my mother. And uh, mentioned that these two cats, you know, would somehow get into the house and wake me up in the night by jumping on the bottom of my bed. And then, you know, they'd purr at me and I'd give them some fuss and all that sort of thing. Uh, when she informed me that when long before me or my older brother were born, when her and my father first bought the house and moved in together, they bought two cats. Uh, one who was black and white and the other who was ginger and white. She called them Seifer and George. And um, they were both hit by a car, not at the same time, but at separate times, about four years before my older brother was born. Um, anyway, she found a picture by talking to my father about it and saying you got a picture of the cats and showed it to me and well yeah it was the two cats I'd been fussing so yes my first paranormal experience wasn't a visit from you know a full bodied human apparition lurking in the dark somewhere it was from two cats who I'd never met before and lived in that house long before I was born and would just turn up every night to sleep on the bottom of the bed. I also found out that the reason they slept on the bottom of that bed is before there were any children in that house, that was the cat's room. So they did have a bed in that house and both cats would sleep on it, rather than sleep anywhere else. So yeah, my first paranormal experiences were being visited by two long dead cats, and I loved every minute of it. Okay, so after that, one of my own, uh, let's move on to our last one that's been sent in. By somebody calling themselves Broad Carrot, which is probably my favourite name I've ever seen. So, this happened around 2010. Everything is as I remember it was told to me. My dad, who we are going to call R, is the only doctor in his family line. So naturally everyone calls him up when anyone is sick. Every illness, even though he is a surgeon. One night his aunt called him because his uncle, who we are going to call J, wasn't feeling so good and she was worried. My dad went to his uncle's house to check him out. He was in his mid-80s, very clear-minded. He was, and always had been, an intellectual, and my dad found him transferring data from a notebook to his new tablet. They talked while my dad checked his heart rate, blood pressure, etc. It went something like this. Ah, how are you feeling? Jay. i got to die sometime. I'm I'm not going to live forever. If it's my moment, I'm just going to go. Ah, I know. Can I make a deal with you? Jay. Sure, if you die first, can you let me know in some way if there's something after death? Jay, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go first. I don't really think there is anything after this, but okay. If there is, I will let you know. Ah, well Uncle Jay, everything looks normal. I'll come see you tomorrow anyway, and call me if anything changes. Then Jay rang his kind of doorbell switch he had next to his bed. It was really loud, and you could hear it all over the house, to call his maid, and told her to let my dad out. Thanked him for his visit, and told him not to worry. At 3am my dad got another call it was his aunt his uncle had passed away my dad rushed to his uncle's house he went inside the bedroom and found no heartbeat when he examined him he declared time of death and went downstairs with his aunt they started calling everyone in the family to let them know one by one everyone showed up at the house and gathered in the living room they called the funeral home to make the arrangements and were waiting on them to to come pick up uncle jay's body while waiting suddenly the doorbell that was next to uncle jay's bed started ringing my dad freaked out, thinking he had called time of death too soon, making a mis- making a mistake. He was concerned because there had been no heartbeat. The bell rang and rang loudly. My dad ran upstairs to see if his concerns were correct, and Uncle Jay was awake ringing the bell. But when he entered the room, Uncle Jay was still laying on the bed, covered by a sheet, and the bell switch on his nightstand was switching on and off by itself. This was kind of a light switch. It can't... Be pot there uh, can't possibly switch on and off by itself without being pressed. My dad freaked out, realizing it was probably his uncle letting him know there was something after death. He told the rest of the family it was probably something wrong with the electricity, but to this day he still gets chills when he remembers that switch switching on and off. So, yeah, I think that that probably was uh, your great uncle, if it's your dad's uncle, I suppose, uh, letting your dad know that. He had passed on and he was there. Um, You know, because as I've said before, ghosts will use electronic equipment such as radios, TVs, things like that. And if it is a switch that makes a noise, then yeah, they will use that as well. Uh, I used to work in a factory uh, in a lovely little place by the sea. And um, no, we had a resident ghost there and uh, she would play with the electronic devices all the time. So we had a clocking-in machine, which you would have to put your thumb on to clock you in and out of work. Um, because everybody kept editing their time cards, so they moved to a thumbprint machine. And um, no, with most people it would work fine, but we had one member of staff. Uh, I won't say his name. We'll just simply call him D, as uh, that seemed to work on that last story. He um, no, whenever he put on his thumb, it would just scream at him. So anybody else would put their thumb on it, and it would go, "Thank you." Every time he put his thumb on it, it would just go And, uh, yeah, he didn't like putting his thumb on it. It would only ever happen to him, and it would happen every time without fail. And the other thing that used to happen there was we had an intercom. And when you buzz the intercom, it would go through to uh, the offices upstairs, and then you'd say who was out there, and they'd let you in. So, uh, one day, I wasn't working that day myself, so this was told to me by one of the women who works in the office. Uh, The intercom rang. And she picked up the intercom and said, oh, hello, who's there? And nobody answered. So she thought, well, nothing of it, and, you know, put the little phone down that she had in her office and carried on. About five minutes later, the intercom buzzed again. And she picked up the phone saying, you know, hello, uh, can we help you? And no answer again. And this happened around about five or six times every five to ten minutes over the next couple of hours, you know. So it happened quite a bit until eventually she lost her temper and told her immediate boss what was going on. So her boss said, uh, what he'll do is he'll wait at the top of the stairs, because the officers were upstairs and the intercom was downstairs, and when the intercom gets pushed, he'll be able to hear it, and then he'll quickly run downstairs, because, you know, they thought, oh, it's just a teenager playing silly buggers with the um, intercom system. So he stood at the top of the stairs, and when he heard the intercom buzz, he went running down the stairs as fast as he could to catch who it was before they got out the door at the bottom. And when he got down to the stairs, or well, when he got down to the bottom of the stairs and looked at the intercom, the phone... was on the intercom device downstairs was hanging on its wire just swinging backwards and forth and there was nobody there There there's no possible chance they would have got all the way across the lobby and out the door Um, so yeah in his I suppose you could say terror um, and not thinking straight he ripped the intercom off the wall and left it that and went back upstairs again so yeah I I do believe that that probably was the spirit of your great-uncle letting your father know that he was there by pressing the little panic button next to his bed which is quite sweet when you think about it really and um yeah so i'd say we've had quite a good first podcast sorry it's so short but um as it is just the first one i'm just trying these sort of things out i hope you enjoyed them um and if you'd like to see more then uh, please join or sign up to my patreon page so that i can continue to make these on a weekly basis for everybody i hope you enjoyed um you can find my patreon page on obviously patreon.com forward slash fantastic podcast once again that's patreon.com forward slash fantastic podcast and that's fantastic with a ph not an f um yeah hopefully uh You'll listen next week. Goodbye, everybody, and um, don't have nightmares.